Welcome to B-Movie Breakdown, episode number 121. 121. It's a little anagram. That's not what that is, is it? Nope. What is that? Just me saying numbers? No, it's not the same thing backwards. It's not an anagram, that's wrong. Oh, it's uh... I misspoke because I didn't plan out what I said and I just talked. I don't know things. Alright, well... <laughs> <laughs> so... I'm Corey. Oh my god, now I'm embarrassed. Not really, though. It takes a lot to embarrass me. We'll hear about the embarrassing things later. Like Corey's fucking mouth. Well, you're not going to introduce yourself? Oh. My name is Jeff. <laughs> Jeff? Yeah. Cyborg Jeff? Yeah, Cyborg Jeff is in the house. Talk to You can talk to him next podcast. Cyborg Jeff? <laughs> yeah, he'll be in. Can we talk to this yeah, character? Yeah, Corey's a robot friend. Because I'll be at home in my bed sleeping. So, you do recognize his voice. It is Nicholas. And Thanks. this is a weekly podcast where we find the humor and enjoyment in low-budget, lesser-known films of the past and present, home of the good, the bad, the what-the-fuck. Each week, the movie will be revealed on the prior episode so you two can join in on the madness. You can listen to us if you subscribe on iTunes, on our website, bnbpodcast.com, or on Stitcher, or wherever else you get podcasts. It is there. It's available. Fucking listen, download, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your mothers. That's not how that goes. Tell your brothers. Tell your mothers, tell your brothers. That's it, though. Don't tell your sister. I thought you were going to say, you can listen if you want to. And I was like, that's positive. Yeah, you can listen if you want to. If you want. That's that's really what that all that means. You can listen if you want to. You can listen if you want to. Yeah. You can reach us on our website or on our email, bnbpodcast at gmail.com. We got an email from somebody uh, this week, actually. Uh, Don't be shocked we got an email. We get this all the time. It was it was like promoting their some of us from promoting their movie. Well, maybe you should. And it was give me called some more details. Uh, Return of the. Or it was like maybe I shouldn't be finding out about this on the air. That, <laughs> maybe that's a cool thing. Could've it was me, like could have told me a little earlier than now. Mm. You know, the whole time we were watching a movie together, could have told me about this cool email we got. Anyways, it was. Uh, I need. Uh, I should have looked it up beforehand. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking this up! I'll edit this together. Okay, so this so this guy Ken Constantino sent us an email for Attack of the Killer Shrews. I don't know if he wants us to watch it. Uh, Would have been nice to send us a copy is of it, the movie. Like a is and, it his? Like he's made it? Yeah, he made the movie. Yeah, I need to look at this email that I just found out existed. Yeah, see, look at. Yeah, I mean, we'll do screeners, obviously. That'd be fun. Yeah, give us a copy of the... Send us a copy in, the, in an email. Just a file, yeah. Yeah, just a file. We'll watch Attack of the Killer Shrews. It sounds... I'm sure it's absurd. It sounds great. So, why not? I'm a fan of that title. Uh, yeah, I, gonna... I appreciated the heads up about it from the director of the movie. That's yeah, great. That is awesome. When it comes... I mean, if it's available, we'll, I mean... We can we'll try to, to find we'll, it or Once something. we're done with our Jason, we can try to get a hold of it. Yeah, we can try to get a, get a hold of the... Get a copy. Killer Shrews here. So, yeah, that guy uh, sent us an email. Uh, you know, probably, you know, I mean, just maybe he's Googling B-movie shit and whatever. Still, he found us, found our email. You know what I mean? He, didn't, he had to go to the website to find the email address or listen yeah. to an episode. Sure. So you can also reach us on Twitter at BMB Podcast or on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash BMB Podcast. Just, or you can search B-movie Breakdown on anything and you'll find us there uh we also wanted to give a shout out to the band the jasons 
correct. They are, did that last week. Uh, we they, we did it last week, but we'll do it again this week because we are because we're still talking. We're still on topic. Still talking. We're Jason. still talking Jason. So why not give them those guys a shout out? They're they're a great punk rock band, and uh, why not listen to some Crystal Lake punk rock? I do find them to be a phenomenal. You band. You can find them on Facebook. Just uh, search the Jasons or facebook.com slash the Jasons band, or you could also go to their Bandcamp page and get their music. Uh, I you did. can stream it from there if you don't feel like buying it. Like maybe you want to sample it. Yeah, I mean, you can listen to all the albums in full streaming on Bandcamp. I do stream a lot, but I did go ahead and buy their stuff. But maybe if you like it enough, you'll buy it. Uh, you go to the Jasons Four Bandcamp com, and you can find their shit there. Those guys rule. We saw them a few weeks ago, and it was an awesome show. Yeah, dude, uh, get, believe, fucked. get I, fucked, man. Get fucked. So that's uh, that's the that's the deal with them. So your uh, that's the newest album as well. You got some plugs, some some sites, some links. Yeah, look me up on Bandcamp at Terrible Lizards. Some dinosaur punk rock, Dino Punk go. man. Cyborg Jeff. Me and no, this is Nick talking. Oh. Yeah, he, Jeff's coming next week. Oh okay. Yeah, me and El, uh, Andrew Malcolm von Utah Raptor provide some quality jams. You can take a listen to. I I've enjoyed them many times. YouTube, you can find us too. It might take if you can find the page. Just look at my drawings. You can follow me on Instagram if you want. I can do that. I post pictures of drawings I do for this is true. albums and stuff. At Nikki Tyrano. There you go. Come find me. Find it. We have an Instagram like for the me. podcast, but does, we don't use it that often. You should give me access to it because I'll use the fuck out of it. There we go. Hashtag like crazy. Yeah. Yep. This thing I do is just load what it up. A, what about your other website? Scatterville.com. Scatterville.com. Yeah. The week of January 15th, I should have stories up. Ooh, new stories, new art, new everything. Yeah. Scatterville.com. Yeah. So check it out. And uh, check out this episode of B-Movie Breakdown, where we discuss Friday the 13th, Part 7, The New Blood. Uh, I really, we never really discussed the New Blood part of that title. Uh, it's Ken Hodder. He's a New Blood. Him and Tina. Yeah, but Ken Hodder sticks around, doesn't he? When's he come back to do Jason? He's Jason until uh, through X. Okay, so it's he's Jason. Yeah. He's her Jason. <clears throat> but um she's the new blood though. She's like a new character, new you know what I mean? That kind of makes sense to me. Getting rid of Tommy, bringing in just the first movie without Tommy for after three yeah, movies. Yeah, did it have to be somebody named with <clears throat> with a T name? Yeah, Tina and Tommy. Maybe I need, they were going I need ma- the t- Tina and Tommy, man. It's match made in hell. Wow. It's fucked up. It's like TMNT, Tina Tommy and Tina. Yeah, and I think Nick should be fucking lucky. Yeah, that guy lived. I know. He had no reason to. Jason could have just wiped him out. Nope, he lived. We talk more about that, but not about that part. But, that you, but, you know, Tina, she needed somebody to love on. She was lonely. Her mom died, and her dad was dead, and it would have been sad if she was just by herself at the end. <laughs> and, and people always hated on her, and he was the only one that was really... He was, a nice, he was a good dude. He was one of the only people that was ever nice to her. So yeah, she was little... She, I'm kind of okay with him living. It was a little questionable when he was... Peeking through her panties. He was helping he her pick up her... He honestly was just helping her out. He was, he was helping her pick up her, her clothes. Out. So yeah, this week's movie, Friday 13th Part 7, The New Blood. It's the best of the worst. B-movie breakdown. It's the best of the worst. B-movie breakdown. It's the best of the worst. B-movie breakdown. It's the best of the worst. You could totally...
There's no reason not to. And it would even make more sense because Tina could be locked away for 30 fucking years. And just for some reason, Jason comes out fucking. Yeah, but I think if you tell that story now, nobody gives a fuck. I mean, like, maybe, but like, don't people it, want. Do not, it, but, you, but, like, it, aren't people going to show up to see a Friday the 13th movie anyways? Yeah, but if you make it now, like, it's only fan service. No, but I mean, like, you're looking to tell. They, they, want, they, want, they want to tell a found footage Jason movie. They did, which would have been horrible. So, like, instead of doing that. How about just fucking... Well, they're do- not doing that anymore, so. Right, because it's just dead. They've let Jason Who knows what's going to happen? Uh, Friday the 13th is in a few weeks. What? Oh, it is. Wait, what? Yeah. This It'll one- be Friday the 13th in a few weeks. Okay, so what does that mean? They're, so that- they're going to surprise it with a Jason no, movie? No, there were supposed to be one coming out ah. on this Friday the 13th. But no no more. No. No you- longer. Uh, this, this movie was actually supposed to be the... Uh, originally intended to bring Jason and Freddy together for the first time. But when Paramount Pictures at the time was holding the rights to Friday the 13th film series, a new line who had that nightmare, they couldn't agree behind the scenes, and the script was rewritten to pit Jason up against a telekinetic Tina Shepard. Which is fine. I love the idea of inventing Tina. Yeah, Tina's great. I hate the idea of ditching Tommy altogether after but like, fucking full... Like, wh- after this one, why can't Tina and Tommy eventually team up? It, Tina, Tommy, team up! <laughs> Why can't that happen? The Tina Tommy hour. Come on, let's write that. I need that comp to be a comic. Like, why couldn't, like, I think a cool thing would have been for this movie. Okay, well, okay. Can I just, sorry. I just got, all right. Tommy's been in and out of mental institutions his whole fucking life. She, well, they could have met in a mental That's what I mean. Right, exactly. But it I, sets itself up to, so like, it's I was, building I was kind of thinking that same I'm thing. I'm pissed. I quit. <laughs> I'm done. I was kind of thinking. This is Nick signing off for B-Movie Breakdown. I was kind of thinking the same thing, but along the lines of, like, Maybe they had met in the mental institution, and, like, you know, like, she mentions going to a cabin on the lake, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So Tommy doesn't think anything of it, really. No. But then, as she goes back to do this, you could still have this weird doctor scenario thing. Sure. But then, Tommy learns of what lake it was on. He's like, what the fuck? So, like, later on in the movie, Jason's, you know, going around killing and stuff, and who comes to help her? Tommy. Kill, take care of Jason. And by this point, Tommy. Tommy's an ultimate badass. Yeah. Imagine like Evil Dead Ash with both his hands being a badass. Weapons out the ass. You could have turned Tommy into Ash. He was around for three movies. And you and they clearly didn't. He's care the only about... character that was in three movies. Right. And they didn't care, of course, what actors fucking playing him. Have somebody else come back and be Tommy and just kick Major ass. I mean, Kane Hodder wasn't Jason until when? You know what I mean? What the fuck? Yeah. I watch these movies and I just see wasted potential. It's disappointing. It, it's They're like, both in mental institutions. It, it mainly sucks because uh, I mean the movie. I mean the, the movie has its good parts and its bad parts. The movie's not bad. It's very run of the mill. But that's because of part we're going to talk about right now. Maybe. I'm just going to say about the the director just having just being quite angry during. That's the what I mean. Yeah. Like he had all these. Uh, he had all these great ideas. He wrote a good movie. Yeah, he had, a, he had a really strict vision that he wanted yeah. to, to do, uh, and it just was like... Just like, don't do that. No. no. Uh, even some of the kills he was doing were great. The guy's head being smashed, the blood good. everywhere. It was real good. But you can tell some of that footage is just like... I don't even know how, if they could restore it to... Who knows? To yeah. make it uh, into a director's, a director's cut. cut. Yeah. It was uh, it's pretty bad, some of the old footage. And it's crazy that the movie... 
was like going to be given an X rating because of the amount of violence. Is this because it, it was wasn't a... even that violent? Like I'd see like those RoboCop. Okay, RoboCop is a violent as it's fuck. It's very movie. violent. And even the R rated version of that movie is violent as fuck. It's terrifying. So the X rated version is a little bit more over the top, but it's like. This movie was the violence wasn't gonna be that crazy. They just they just and, didn't care for the character. They didn't still, care about it. It's so weird because nowadays it's almost like the opposite. It's like nudity is like an eh, like the thing that they don't nudity want is on bad. there. Purity but values. the violence is fine. Yeah. And like you, I mean, a lot of these torture horror torture porn movies that came out, uh, you know, the saws, your yeah. hostels, yeah. Um, shit like that. A lot of Rob Zombie's movies, yeah, were, like crazy violent. Like they wouldn't have never been able to get get away with this, some of this stuff. And it's still this movie is still the uh, most heavily censored in the in this whole series, out of all the Jason. Like what? Well, so but who I, who had an axe to grind to like just shit all over this fucking thing? Because I missed out on a good film because of it. Jason is a guy who kills people. You're not and how do you go from six people. to where it's so crazy and bloody and over the top to this? I guarantee you, like, like they had so many cool kills set up, like him with that giant fucking. It was like a sheer trimmer thing, and then he had like, that the, was awesome. So you plan creative ideas, and he had so many like tools to to you know to use this time more than ever before. Usually it was just whatever he found. This time there was a whole shed full of shit. Right. He even found a guy with a machete, but then like he escalated. He doesn't keep the machete. He's yeah. like, oh I got I got new tools, new toys to play with. I guarantee you this is based off zero facts, just me existing on Earth. Different people change positions in different corporate things and like the one person is okay with one thing, one person's not okay with the other thing, and that's just how it goes. Like, his associate producer, they said, who just decided this wasn't even going to be in the shooting schedule. And uh, apparently she didn't want anything to do with Jason, uh, his mask coming off towards the end of the movie. Which I kind of understand. I get that, but it's been off before, though. For very, very brief amounts of time. Right. But I kind of get, I kind of understand her point, but he filmed all that stuff behind her back. Oh, did he? So like, it was like, she wasn't She wasn't there on those days. So where they just filmed like, those, fuck this. Yeah. So, see, there's already bad blood because we're wheeling and dealing behind each other to get things done. Yeah, Bar- Barbara Sachs, that was the uh, the woman who was the... She was associate producer on two movies, this and Part 8. That was it? Yep. So, like, that's a good... What a waste of time. What did she go on to do? Anything? Does it even mention TV movies? Anything? Oh, TV animated stuff. Art department... Uh, on t- animated TV shows, Beetlejuice, Babar. Oh, so she, well, I mean, she went into that's fine. That's an honest. So like, you go from, <laughs> you go from, Jason drove her out of cinema. Yeah, she I mean, just she wanted no part Jason of this. Movies, yeah, she wanted no like, part of this. Yeah, I'm out. But yeah, why would you put somebody in charge of an associate producer position in a movie where like she just hate everything about the subject matter and you just hate it? That's what that amounts to. Yeah, you just don't want to uh, th- anything. Why would you have a director that wants to do something and then just be like, nope. Because you're making movies for hire, man. Like, Jason isn't his character, so he can't. He doesn't own it. Kind of has to do what he's told. So when we were talking about... One thing we were talking about while watching this movie was the timeline of this movie. We do talk to each other, it's true. So, the director, John Carl Beckler, he is the director of this movie. Yes. In There's a... Like a documentary, uh, like thing called 
Friday the 13th Chronicles or something. Uh, I think that's what some of his footage, the footage from this was taken from, gotcha. too. Uh, but he also mentioned that this was, he's the one that said that this movie took place 10 years after part six. He's wrong. He fucking made the movie. Yeah, but that's, that's wrong. 10 years after that, what year is that again then? For those paying attention, keeping score. It would have been like 99 or 2000. Yeah, no. It doesn't fly with me. They're saying Jason spent 10 years changed, chained and inert before the ac main action of this movie. He was not making a future piece. That doesn't work. I mean, fine. You can treat it just like a comic book, so time doesn't matter then. Fine, okay. Whatever. I'm no interest in that idea. Why? I mean, the timeline is skewed. Like, when you try to go look up things about the timeline... Yeah, it's... because it's all wibbly-wobbly, so it's best not even to confirm anything. Yeah. Like, not really. Just let it exist. Because... Look it! It says on the IMDb page... Okay, that's fine. I don't have to agree with hey, it. Okay, this is the second time I'm rating this. I don't have to agree with it. So that means all the everything after this movie takes place in the 2000s? Her mom... hit. His her dad died before just just before the events that took place in six, and then this is ten years later, which makes sense for how old Tina is. Like you have to, you have to, you have Tina. Tina can be as old as she wants to be. She can be the exact same age in this movie. Why does Jason have to be chained for ten years? He was. There's nothing in that movie that confirms that that happened. Nothing confirms it in that movie that Jason was put in the fucking ground. Ten His body's years. all deteriorated and rotting away. Okay, mister, he was already rotted before he got put underwater. Obviously, he's an undead creature who had worms in his body. Just saying, there's a lot of people that say that this movie takes place in around like 99 or 2000. Yeah, because it was quoted by him saying that behind the scenes. Not just him, like people involved in, the, in all the movies. I'm not disagreeing with anything they say. I'm just, I want more information so I can get on board with this idea because I just don't buy it. They're saying that 89 is when her dad died. And then it takes place. She doesn't come back for 10 years. They do mention that part in the movie. That she, 10 years is fine. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. So, so when was it When was it established in time in the movies that I watched? In Well, the last one was 1990. They established that in the last one. They said it was 1990. Yes, we talked about it last time. In the movie, it's in 1990. Or did you they look... mention it in the movie? We talked about it in the episode. Last I know, we, week. I know, we talked about it, but like, I didn't care enough to dispute or whatever. But now, if we're gonna debate this fucking ten-year-old Tina shit, and this movie takes place in 1999. I want more details. The movie says it takes place in 1990. This was said by a character. Yes. In the movie, yes. what character? I don't know. What we have to watch? I have to watch the fucking movie again. You got the internet at your fucking fingertips. You can look up timeline reference and it'll be there. I'm telling you, the one timeline that I looked at that is like agreed upon by most people is that her dad, John Shepard, was killed in 1989. You. Okay, yeah, most people on. Where is that? I'm dealing with what I've seen on screen. I accept that it's 1990 because evidently I watched it and there's it was a, said. The calendar, there's a, look at it. This is, is what I want. This there, is. 
Okay, this is, this is how you prove. Enough, we, this we, is how you prove facts to people. We, we'd have to go back and. All I'm asking you is why. Okay, and all you're doing okay, is saying other people say this. Tell you, That's not good enough. I'm gonna tell you. I researched my information. I'm gonna tell you. It's the, it states that the, they're in part seven, which is the one we watched. It is in the beginning prologue scene yes. with Tina's father. Yes, there's a calendar on the wall. Okay, and it says that it's 19. Friday the thirteenth, nineteen eighty nine. Okay, and that then the rest of the movie takes place ten years later. So this movie takes place in nineteen ninety nine. That's what I wanted, and I just hate it. I hate every second of that. I hate every second. And then, then the one that's the other one takes place in 90, 90, 90, 92. Which other one takes place in 992? Around, like in 91, 92 is this part six. Well, yeah. Or no. See what they're, what the okay. one thing, hold Continue. on, hold on. Okay. The one thing is saying is like, you got me quiet. Eight years listening. after he killed Jason in 1984. Yeah. The, Part five takes place in ninety two. Okay. Okay. And then Part five takes place in ninety two. Yeah. That's when Tommy is not there's no Jason in that movie. Yeah, he's a twenty he's twenty years old at that point. Tommy is. In ninety two. In five. Yeah. Five is when he's with all the idiots. Five there's no Jason. Right. It's a copycat killer. Right. Right. So That's ninety two. Ninety two. Okay. And then in, and then five years later, he's 25, and that's when he goes to, for the events of Part 6. So Part 6 actually takes place in 1997. Okay, since everyone can listen to everything, you're just yelling at me that it takes place in 1990. Because I thought about, that's when it... You I, all... Ah, ah, I'll just erase you, that part. You think it's a fact until... Oh, no, it's not. Ah, oh, that's okay. It's this instead. As I'm debating and discussing. Well, now I'm reading the facts. Oh my god! And so then, like, what do I take for? What do I when you said tell me things, then I just believe you, and then you're fucking wrong after I argued with you. Oh my god! Oh my god! This is Nick signing but this off is this for being movie breakdown. Like another page could say something different. Oh my god! But I believe this story. Oh my god! You know what? I stopped caring about five minutes ago. The timeline for these movies. I don't care. Who gives a shit? I don't. I care zero percent. Do you know how many percents I care? Gore, I care zero percent. Why are you so angry with me? I care zero percent. Okay, we talked about 1990 last week. How that got in our heads, I don't know. Because you said it and I just believed you. Like, it just did. I didn't just say it. You read it somewhere on the internet, because everything on the internet's very factual. Why are you so angry? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Why are you so angry? You know what happens when people believe things they just read on the internet, Corey? You're gonna find out. Well, you know what? January twentieth, you'll find out what happens when people. Do oh that. god damn it! This is uh, this is <laughs> yeah. actually one of the this is one of the first movies where you don't have an indication that Jason is still like alive or a killer is still out there. No, he's gone. Like nobody has any. There's no. And every other working. one, even in five, you have Tommy with the mask on type of thing. That's yeah. like a killer thing. You know uh -huh. what I mean? Like so. And then six, he's at the bottom of the lake. It's probably why his they, eyes open. It's probably why they went back to having being calling this town Crystal Lake because, like, oh, he's done. So that's why it makes sense that 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 that, that this one takes place so much longer after. Oh, you're going back to the well, huh? I was letting it go, but that's after, all right. So it so from the time it can take okay, place a okay, long time okay, after. Okay, I'm not debating okay. this. This movie takes place ten years after. Yeah. Her dad dies. Yeah. But after the time that 
Tommy kills him in 97. It's only two years. Is that more believable for you? No, that's none of these are the issues, the issues of him dying. Um, no, I mean like in, him being underwater, like, you know what I mean? Like for 10, you, we were, you were, I was at first I was trying to say for 10 years and I, I miss was misspeaking. No, I know this, that's never, that's not a, that's But no, you were no, no, saying no, no. that before, you were yelling at me before. No, 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 no. I was, He I was, was not underwater for 10 years. Okay, he wasn't, he was underwater for two years. Oh, I was yelling, my point is that, right, I always thought that was bullshit, yeah, yeah. correct. He was underwater for two years, Yeah, 97 because, to 99. shit with Tina's going on, Tommy does his shit, Tina's dad dies, Jason's still underwater that whole time, and then Tina goes back, Jason's underwater, she gets him out. No, he's not underwater when, her, when his dad dies, when her dad dies. He's still roaming around, the events of five have, or... The events of um. See, I was letting it go. I don't even care. The events of care. this movie of six didn't even happen yet when when his her dad died, or or five. So her dad. Five and six happened after her dad died. That's what I. Her dad dies in eighty nine. Jason is buried in the ground in eighty nine, after Tommy got him in the head. This sucks. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So from 89 to 97, Jason is buried in the ground. Yeah. So, so for eight years, he's yeah. in the ground. Yeah. Gets dug back up, electrocuted, come back to life. For yeah. two years, he's underwater. When was this movie made? This movie came out in 88. That's why they had a calendar for 89. Because it was the next year. You could buy one. Yep. You're trying to disprove things. The thing is, I don't care anymore. You I don't care. But when you start a movie series in 1979, yeah, and then you keep time jumpings too many times, I get it. You know what I mean? I get it. Like I've, I get you're it. You're gonna start screwing yourself with the way people are dressed and look. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like this movie's supposed to take place in 1999. Nobody was dressing like the way anybody in this movie dressed like in 1999, but nobody in 1988 knew what that was going to be like in 11 years. But they screw themselves by time jumping from Tommy being a fucking kid to being a 20-year-old man. I don't disagree with this. I'm just saying, they jumped a lot of time. But, like, you have movies where time jumps happen, but, like, in Demolition Man... 1997 is balls out fucking crazy anyways. It's 96 to th 2032. So you have a 36-year gap. Right. And in each time frame, because it's not how we're normally living, people look different in both eras. Yeah. Because the times are very... They're, they're specified. They're important. The time jumps are very intentional. Well, everybody in this movie thought in, t in 11 years, everybody was going to dress the same. It was only 11-year gap, not 36-year. They weren't thinking about time when they made these movies. That's what you gotta think about. Demolition Man is a movie about the future. They were definitely thinking a lot they about. They put a fucking. They ten years from so and so. They put a fucking calendar on the wall. I'm just saying. They thought enough to make I'm this a problem. Just say, they thought enough to I'm make this a problem. I'm just saying. The, but the movie's not about the future. Demolition Man is a movie about the future. Oh, you don't think Jason is what's in store for us? This is what our future is full we're, of right now. We're gonna get future Jason in a few movies. We got three more movies, and then we'll get future Jason. Oh, I just mean the world we're about to live in. Is this going to be... It's Jason Voorhees running around. I hope not. Well, you know, you can hope for a lot of things. I hope. I had that once. Yeah, you had that. Nope. Instead, it's just going to be great again. <laughs> yeah. But, uh... Well, I mean, 
the 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 idea of this movie though we my do... point is can I just say this and then I'll get off the time thing yeah because I will get off the time thing I was off it then I got back on it now I'm about to get back off it like why did Tina you could have had Tina's father like that thing that could have happened at any time because it's in the past yeah Tina could have been any age when it's time to bring Jason back from where Tommy left him that could you know what I mean like. That bothers me. It was always going to be 97 when he did that. Because the timeline was current until they went from Tommy as a boy to Tommy as a man. Right. That's where your... Maybe where, it bothers that's, me more. That's where because, your like, biggest time gap is. But maybe it bothers me more because the way... Like, this director clearly loved this movie. But, like, the way Six was shot with a different director, the movie feels more modern. It feels more yeah. contemporary. Even though things are out... It feels more like, okay, I can accept that maybe that's yeah. a time frame in the 90s. This one feels... It feels old to it me. Do, it does. I mean, they go back to the old house, but everybody's dressing real old and real 80s. Nobody's too bad. In um, six, like not really. I don't know. People are pretty. Pre they look pretty nineties, eighty, late eighties, early nineties. Right. Movie. Same thing in this though. They look. No, they a look lot worse. of them have very nineties clothes on. Everything sucks. It just all sucks. But I'm just saying. I understand. Like, so like the town being renamed and then being named back. Right. In that span of time where Jason has been dead for that long. Yeah, you can let you it can makes a lot it. of sense. Right. You can forget about it. So it makes a lot of sense. Well, a lot of things can happen. People can build new houses on the lake, mm -hmm. thinking it's a new town, mm -hmm. things like that. Tina's parents clearly didn't care about the murders that happened beforehand and moved across the lake and didn't give a shit in oh the cabin. God. Maybe that's why her dad was beating her mom. And, and the thing is... <sighs> okay, so like, yeah. the movie is what it is. It's your tip. It's a very kind of typical Friday the 13th, Jason killing teenagers. I got pretty excited there for a while. They're next door. Uh, but the whole idea of Tina having a, these powers, telekinesis, she's going to finally somebody who can battle Jason. She does battle him in a few times, you know, rips his mask off, chokes him, electrocutes him, yeah. knocks him through stairs, knocks a uh, roof on top of him. Oh, yeah. Uh, blows him up. It's awesome. But he's in the basement, so maybe that's why he's okay. Yeah, which explains how he got out so fast. But Jason can do that, so yeah. that's fine. So, like, there's a legitimately giant explosion in this movie. It's pretty wild. Uh, yeah, it's too bad the rest... They blow up a whole house. It's too bad the movie had to meander a little bit till like, this shit starts hitting the fan. Yeah, the end is pretty awesome. And the kills, they're, they're kind of frequent for a little while. That just you get a lot of mutter of, like... I wish it wasn't a Tina origin movie. I wish it, okay, you obviously need to know who she is, but, like, I could have learned about her telekinesis stuff really early on quick. Give me, like, five and seconds. And I didn't need Tina's origin story of how she trains to learn to use her powers. Correct. Because that's not the movie I'm seeing. No. Like, I'm not going to see, like, okay, I'm going to see Spider-Man or something like that. It's a little different. Correct. I'm not, I didn't go to pay, a, a, if I was going to th see this in theaters, I would have only been two years old. I had my two-year-old self walk to the movie theater, I wouldn't have been like, please give me a ticket for... <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> two-year-old self walked to the theater, and then you said, please give me a ticket. To see Tina. I'm two, and I want to see Tina. <laughs> you know what I mean? Terminate this terrible Jason. But... And, uh, but yeah, so it's like, that's like the basis of the movie is Tina battling But like, what, we, what we were talking towards about, the end. when we began this, 
Like, then why would you never have the payoff of giving me a movie with fully competent, badass, telekinesis Tina tearing no, shit you, apart? You totally should. Oh, my God. And, like, and one reason, I don't, I'm glad they didn't make it back then because if the same people were, in, the same producers were involved, they would have been very limited on what they wanted to do with that kind of stuff. Uh, the kills in this movie, like we were saying, very heavily edited. You get a lot of, like, cuts. You can clearly tell, like, oh, somebody's going to get chopped up, but then it cuts. And it's like, it's like, it almost plays like a PG-13 horror movie, but it's rated R because there's boobs and there's, there is some violence. Boobs. But, like, it plays like your, your typical PG-13 horror movie where a lot of cut kills. Yeah. Or, like, kills, all, like, uh, like, you see the knife go up and then somebody scream and then you hear the... Like right. the no, just the noises of it, you know, you're, which work for for PG thirteen horror movies. You're literally going to a movie about a killer who kills people, and you're not going to show. And you've what he's seen doing. him do it for six movies. This is seven. You're going to censor seven instead of up in the scales. You tip it back, and especially after six. Yeah, that that that's the hardest. But one 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 thing I was getting at before, and I was going to start getting really frustrated about. Okay, is. Is was, what, one wait, wait. one one is yeah. one thing we're both already frustrated about is the ending of this movie. It's very lackluster. It's very random because you have this battle and you have this fucking house that explodes, right? And it's in fucking crazy. And Jason's all burned up coming out of the house. His clothes are all burned up. He's a mess. You see his like rib cage and his guts and everything. And he's coming after Tina and Nick. And he and it's like, oh my god, what are they gonna do? And what happens is. Tina summons her dad, whose body is still in the lake, for whatever reasons, that they never decided to get her dad's body out. Yeah, when you find out someone dies in a lake, which is literally like, it's not that deep of a fucking lake by the shore. And you, especially, yeah, you where dragged him out. You they were doing search parties. They could have just fucking got him out of the lake. They clearly cleaned up the broken dock. Yeah, made up the a bodies. New dock. But like... It's almost like his body floated away. Well, because you were no, you, never you, found you, it. You, well, that possible, but like the lake is—it's a lake, man. It's not like you're gonna go into like a raging river and get swept away. Were you gonna mention something before I say something? Well, you, I was gonna, gonna say just something. say that. So her dad, she summons her dad. He jumps out with a chain in his hands. Yeah. How he got that? I don't the, know. The rest of the chain from the Jason, I would assume. He had it around him, and the other part was tied to a rock. It snapped. Yeah, it was tied to a rock. Well, okay, it snaps off in the middle. The rock, that was way out in the middle of the lake. It wasn't that far. In the, Tina it was, was not that far out in the lake when she found Jason. It was not that she far. She wasn't. Out. She was on the dock, and she was looking out. The bubbles were starting to come up from the middle of the lake. Yeah, but she was... Oh, I'm thinking about when she was when she killed him. Yeah. I so don't care what I think so about. the dad jumps out. I just don't care And he anymore. doesn't look all that disheveled for a man like, that's been dead for 10 years. And yeah, will you already die? All right, leave it alone. 89. Leave it alone. So he grabs Jason from behind and pulls him down into the water, essentially saving He still could have got Tina the chain from Nick. the lake. And then Tina and Nick both black out, I guess, because they wake up in the ambulance and she's J Nick's like, where's Jason? And she's like, "We don't worry. He's taken care of. And the, like, the thing is... Well, they, didn't Jason... They Jason had, knocked her, didn't he? N Jason knocked Nick, didn't he? Yeah. So, like, he was... Yeah, but then they, like... So we, we saw, like, some pictures of what her dad could have looked like in this sweet, zo like, zombie-looking... Like, that would have made... Yeah, like I wanted. It would have made sense. It would have yeah. looked cool. Yeah. And 
then they were supposed to have some sort of confrontation. Like she uses her dad's thing to save them and it's not just pulling down to the water end. Yeah. But instead you get that and it's just like, bloop, duh. Like, it's where like, the fuck did Jason even go? It's like, oh, okay, this is the ending. But the thing that's the, that is bothering me the most is what? Is that the hero of this movie essentially, yeah, yeah. Eventual, essentially is her dad. Yeah. A man yeah. who was known to beat his wife. Yeah. Is the hero of this movie. It well, cause like it's his it's his redemption. He's a wife beater. It's his redemption. She killed him. It's his redemption. She's a little girl. Tina she killed was, him. She missed him. On she, accident she, she killed still, him because she, she couldn't still, control her powers. She still loved her dad, even though like, you know, she was saying I hate you and was killing him. You know, she still loved you him. You beat the fuck out of my mom. You're the hero. Can you talk about how sad it was that her mom died? Yeah, her mom that, that got didn't fucking need to killed. Happen. No. Like, she could have made it. She was hanging out with the fucking doctor. We didn't even talk about him. We, Bernie we... from Wicked to Bernie's. Because he's, he's a zombie. He's just a bad guy. He's a zombie, essentially, in the second one. <laughs> yeah. But, like, uh, he's he the guy who played Terry something. I can't remember his name. I'd look it up, but I don't care. He, uh, I know the feeling. He, he played this doctor who was helping Tina, apparently, like, helping her in the hospital or, you know, psychiatric ward to, like, control her powers better so she'd have them under control to and deal with her demons. But essentially, he wanted to exploit her powers and was doing some sort of study on telekinetic He just wanted, people. he just wanted, he found something with superpowers and wanted to just get them jacked up on their powers yeah he's wanted to make them stronger yeah probably i'm sure like yeah, build sell a it to a fucking build a weapon something yeah yeah build a weapon and he was so he was a fucking crazy asshole he did a lot of crazy things including putting tina's mother in front of him and when jason went to go yeah, stab him he used her as a shield yeah and then he get jason killed her i just wish jason because like maybe i shouldn't want moments of humanity from jason Voorhees. maybe that's not what i want but like jason had a mom he loved his mom like when you see another mother and just be he like, he doesn't Maybe. know it's a mom. He just sees flesh. You're no man. Jason's got a like chunk of a brain. No, he doesn't. Not really. Because Jason's like the opposite of Wolverine. Like his body deteriorates, but his soul is indestructible, and that's what keeps him going. Whatever soul Jason has pumps through his. He doesn't end have end. a soul. Whoa, dude. Jason has a soul. Jason's soul died the day he drowned in the fucking lake. No, he didn't. Jason has a soul. It's a twisted soul. He does not. You can argue with me that Jason didn't have a soul? Yeah, I'll fucking argue what with you. What keeps him alive? Fucking blood. Bloodlust. Bloodlust? Killing. Murder. He's a spirit. Murder. Don't they even establish he's a fucking demon later that I haven't seen? We'll get to it and we'll be really disappointed and bored. <laughs> Yeah, because the plot to it, the plot sounds amazing. Jason's a demon that possesses people. That sounds cool to me. Yeah, it's boring as fuck. Which is sad because it sounds Jason's awful. barely in the movie. And like, I'd rather watch five. At least he's a, at least his his presence is seen more. And like, why would you make a movie about Jason and not have Jason in it? He's in it in the beginning and the end. Oh my god, is that really all he's in it for? Well, I mean, his, his little demon snake thing he is... Does it do cool stuff, though? It keeps hopping from person to person. That's and, what demons do, is it cool? Yeah, but they keep killing people. Is that cool? Like, it's, it's alright. Is it cool? I mean, I like demons, man. One guy, like, eats a heart. That's cool. Jason's heart. That's, That's... how it starts. We'll, it? we'll watch it, we'll get to it, we'll see it. So don't worry. Don't worry, you little butt. 
I don't want you to talk about my butt on this podcast ever again. So when that when that this episode will come out will be the same will be the first week of the new year. This is our first episode of the new year. It's true. And the when we do Jason Goes to Hell will be the week of Friday the thirteenth. So when we watch Jason X, we we'll probably watch Jason X on Friday the thirteenth. So we're going all the way with Jason, huh? That's what we're doing? Yeah. Perfect. We'll probably watch Friday, Jason X on Friday the 13th. We'll watch the fucking worst one, other than the fucking reboot. I figured you were going to be just a little wuss and like not want to watch Jason anymore. No. Damn, I'm going to grab you by the wussy and we're going to watch this movie. That's great. I hope that never happens. I hope my wussy is not grabbed. Whatever that entails, I don't yeah, want to be a part of that. I wish the ending of this movie, like for, like, you know, it had its whatever ups and downs throughout, but then it had like a strong... This, like, strong ending where they're actually going b- battling. And, yeah, like, why couldn't they just And honestly... then the ending... Like, why couldn't the ending just been the house exploding? I would have been fine with that. Yeah, it would have been all right. It was cool! That was it. Big explosion. Walk away. Where's Jason? And then you see Jason's, like, b- like body at the bottom. Like, they're, dig- they're, like, putting out the fire and they find his body. Or, no, just... No, all you'd even... Oh, that's true, because the hockey the mask... One guy picked up the, the, hockey the hockey mask hockey was already mask. off, but, like, just having a guy pick up the hockey mask, that's cool. Yeah, like, any... Like, like he didn't have to... You... Well, because you know why we got the ending we got is because it was supposed to be awesome, and it got whittled down, so, like, it never got taken out of the way. I because, know, like... I would have just cut right after the explosion and cut to the next day of them being put in the ambulance. I think that's a better ending. I agree. Like, no offense to this guy, and he really wanted to show a little bit of his little little ending that he did. Because he, he wanted it bad, but... But, like, the way it, way it ends, like, if I was in the movie theater, I would have been like, what the fuck did I just... What the what the fuck is that? Well, plus, Jason... The better edit... You could have... There are easily spots where you could have edited right after the explosion. Just, like, uh, cut your losses, except that the movie... Boom! Them standing there, holy fuck! Like, they... Oh, we did it. The relief. You don't even see the scene where Jason comes back out of the no. house. Because he comes out back out of the house. For like five seconds. But it's so fast. I mean, I know Jason's fast. The house, the entire house explodes. Like, Jason had a little roof fall on him, and it took him longer to get up from that than it did for him well, to get out of the exploding. pieces, and they went everywhere instead of just on top oh, of Oh, so him. then Jason just, it didn't, it he didn't, was able to just. It didn't fall on him. It didn't, like, fall down. It fell out. I watch these movies for realism, Corey. Well, maybe it was a death ray, and that's why it burnt, melted the way it did. Oh, my God. <laughs> but I want to talk about Tina's telekinesis and how she's able to... She brought Jason back to life. She's like, the, Jason's undead, dead, whatever. She she clicked him, so she's able to, like... Well, she thought... Granted, she thought it was her father. Right. And then eventually she brought him back. She's able to resurrect corpses, though? Because, like, holy fuck, Tina... That's intense. Yeah, like Tina could have been a Tina cool has character. great powers. Like I, a movie that would have had Tina in it, and maybe not a group of teenagers next door for the typical. Imagine Jason if you thing. had two competent people, Tina and Tommy. Both those fuckers brought Jason back to life. You still could have had other people die that maybe lived around the area, but you didn't have to have a whole slew of gang of teenagers living in a house to make it like your typical Friday the Thirteenth movie. And even the idea the guy, the director had for a Friday the Thirteenth Part Seven. Part two. Yeah, which is what I want. Thing I still want that movie now Tina, that I know it could have existed. It going back to the psych ward and Jason going after her at the psych ward, kill, killing, you know, police officers that may be there or well, and the fact doctors that and other patients. It and, makes more sense because her and Tommy live in the same fucking area. So if you get taken to a crazy place, it's probably going to be the same crazy place. Yeah, but after the events of six, he's not in a crazy place. Oh, they. But you can. Tommy can get thrown back well, in. Well, then we there. don't think he is. He went off with what's her face. They probably. 
moved to Mexico and at lived the off end, the grid. At the end of Terminator 1, Sarah Connor drives off into the distance. In between movies, we find she tried to blow up a computer factory, and now she's in a mental ward. Who knows what shit Tommy was drew, up to? She drove off into Mexico, and we meet the people she met in Mexico. Yeah. And then she goes back and tries to blow up a computer factory to destroy Skynet. Yeah. There was, so, a, ter there was a Terminator reference in this movie. There was. The one guy said, I'll be back. Correct. And right before the... Right after that, the uh, the girl got slammed against the tree in the sleeping bag. Yep. An iconic kill, which is weird because it wasn't that all that climactic. You know what I mean? It's not like it's pretty cool concept, but it's, it's not awesome. as cool as it could have been. It's done better in the virtual reality thing in Jason X. Which is funny that it's a callback. Yeah. Because like that, he keeps doing it. Yeah. And that's how it was supposed to be. And, but it's it's done way better than that. And it doesn't even happen to a real person. It's a virtual person. Well, yeah. Well, Jason doesn't need to be in virtual land. <laughs> Maybe he should be, though. That's the safest place. Throw Jason on a hollow deck and just let him go. Yeah, just let him live there forever. Yeah, just... He'll just think he gets to kill people forever. Ever. Just keep feeding him people. Right, just like, oh... Or just blow him up into a million pieces. Yeah, why doesn't... We'll he was, we'll, we'll he was in that. a house explosion. We'll get to that. He was in a house... We'll get to him blowing up to a million pieces. We'll get to it. We watched it. It's a house explosion. No, we'll get to it again. When? Don't worry. And what movie? If you're disappointed by the ending of this movie, which will we watch the ending of the next one? And yeah, the next one I never even dabbled in. Not the next once. one's... The last 20 minutes are so good with him in... Ah! With what? With him in Manhattan. It's so cool. Yeah. But they didn't have enough money to... Film all movie there. <laughs> maybe maybe you should have tried to do that instead of like not film on a boat so a... yeah so next week on the podcast we're gonna watch Friday the 13th part 8 Jason Takes Manhattan from 1989 a boat of graduating high school students bound for Manhattan pulls Jason Voorhees along for the ride look out New York here comes hell in a hockey mask do you know what I like best about us doing this on the podcast the poster is so cool for this movie much like jason a movie was done and like oh we'll do another one or oh, we'll do and then now now we're doing a franchise little lineage connection and i think that is great it's nice yeah we were gonna do it for another movie a few another movie nebula or nemesis and it fucked us over yeah can we talk about nebula again because anyone listening needs to know it's just garbage why we don't need to talk about it ever again nebula 2 is on youtube we have jason coming up we look have it jason. up yeah if you like jason you'll love nebula it's nemesis 2 nebula yeah if you love nemesis nebula 8 you'll love jason yeah sure <laughs> whatever who cares so yeah next week jason takes manhattan he's going to the big apple ready to fucking take some names and uh, eat fucking eat some hearts. He doesn't really eat hearts, but that's in the movie that comes after. He rips hearts out. Taking names and ripping hearts. Taking names and ripping hearts and ripping farts. <laughs> I don't like that. I know you didn't. I don't like it at all. I knew you were gonna like it. It's why I laughed so hard. I only laughed because I not knew, one bit. I knew you were gonna hate it so I much. I don't like it at all. You thought that through for a little bit, did you? Huh. I'm... So for B movie breakdown, signing off. I'm Corey. Yeah, you'll be lucky if you ever hear my voice again <laughs> yeah. on this podcast. You've made these bold claims before. I know. I gotta stop. I gotta make a statement. <laughs> we won't even talk about the last time you made these statements. Nope. Because no one will ever hear that. No, yeah, we...
Do yeah, we mentioned nope. Yep. Yeah, nope. Nope. So four people again, four people movie breakdown. I'm Corey. Yep. <laughs> yeah. See you later, dude. Check us out next week. We'll we'll be breaking hearts and ribbon farts. Okay, now it's not even funny in any manner. Now it's just a waste of time. I had to come over and hear that. You made me leave my fucking house to come over and hear that. Nick, what'd you do Thursday? Well, I regret it. But that's what happened. It's the best of the worst. Be moved.